0: I've always enjoyed shows and documentaries that deal with a behind-the-scenes picture, and it deals with design. You've maybe seen those shows where someone is redesigning or renovating an old house, or maybe you've watched a documentary on some grand engineering project like perhaps the Hoover Dam. My favorite part is when they tell you the -the behind-the-scenes designing, and it shows you what the architect or the engineer was thinking as they worked about their plan. Wouldn't it be something to look at God's thinking, at his purposes behind his designs for us? Well, that's exactly what we get to see as we look at the creation account. This morning, we continue our look at the first three chapters of Genesis. And in doing so, we see another foundation of the Christian faith as we examine God's contemplating and God's planning for us and his design for us as we are created in the image of God. Recall how when God created everything, it was perfect. The evaluation he made was everything was very good. But that very good was all designed around a purpose. It was all for what he was about to do next, as we read in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26. Something stands out here in this account. When we reach this point, you see that God is now no longer just speaking. He is contemplating and revealing his design and his thought as he creates the crown of his creation. All of the stars, all of the land formation, the seas, every living creature was designed for this reason. It was all centered around this creature. And this creature was the one that would have authority over all of God's creation human beings. This part of Scripture is set apart in what is a poetic language in the the Hebrew, and it's set apart as God says, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. God pauses and speaks. Here we do, yes, see in the background a hint of the triune God as he says, let us, our image, our likeness, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit reveal their designs for mankind. They're going to be special and stand out from all of creation. As you see, also, it stands out with this poetic, God created, created, created. Three times the word create comes up as the triune God makes man and woman in his own image. So what does it mean to be created in the image of God? Well certainly there are many misunderstandings that we could rule out. We know that to be in the image of God does not mean a mere physical form. God is spirit. It does not mean that the physical shape of Adam and Eve to be in God's likeness is something far deeper and grander. And to be like God is more than merely ruling over creation. It's something that allows enables them to rightly rule over creation, but it's more than authority. And yes, to to be like God sometimes is carried too far. God is all-knowing. His creation, not omniscient. God is all-powerful. He alone is all-powerful. Man and woman are not created to be all-powerful and omnipotent. They're limited. They have a physical body. God is all-present. Man and woman are not created to be all-present. They are also, once again, limited as a creature, but God does make them special as they bear his likeness. And it's not seen in physical shape or in any of the divine attributes of God that only God has, but it is seen in something that makes man and woman very different. They stand out as God says, Let us create them create them in our image, our likeness. They bear the likeness of God in their mindset, that is holiness, righteousness. As I said, it's not authority to rule that makes them in God's image, but rather having God's will and God's mindset gives them the ability to carry out that task of ruling over this world. What God wills, Adam and Eve were created to will. What God rejoices in and delights in, the man and the woman would delight in and rejoice in. They could rule rightly over creation as they did everything good and according to the will of the Creator. Adam and Eve were made in God's likeness and they had a mindset which was holy and righteous. That's a tremendous blessing. But is that what we see in man and woman today? When you see different cultures, ethnicities, And different people tearing one another apart. Does it look like we are ruling in righteousness and in the image of God? Does a man look like he bears the image of God when he either speaks ill of, abuses with words or with actions in any way his wife? He doesn't look like a bearer of God's image Rather, one who is using everything not for goodness, but his own selfish personal gain. Does a woman look like she bears the image of God as she abuses her body with substances and takes things in God's creation and uses them wrongly? It certainly doesn't look like a woman bears the image of God when she's tempted to give in to that idea that she can end the life that's growing in her. God is the creator of life. But man and woman have lost sight of that, lost that image of God and his mindset. And certainly it doesn't look like you and I bear God's image all the time, does it? I don't feel like I bear God's image when when I abuse and use his creation for my own personal gain and when I fail to do for the good of others what I should do. The image of God is lost in this world. There's a time when Jesus once said to his disciples, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. In other words, live Be that image of God you were created to be. Are we perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect? The prophet Isaiah says in chapter 40, talking about God's likeness and who our God is, So, to whom will you compare God? What image can you compare to him? Sadly, all of us must say, not me. I don't compare to the likeness of God. I contrast with him. And this is true not just for you and me. It's true for everyone in this world. All of us contrast from the image of God as one who has turned aside from the blessing that he's given us and being created in his image and losing that blessing. It happened when The first man and woman gave into that whisper to turn aside from trust and love in God to doubt and fear. And in doing so, they tossed aside the blessing of having the mindset of God to the mindset of sin and fear and unbelief. You know, I I once bought a a violin for a, a six year old as a student instrument, and I ordered it from a company that was located in Ireland. It claimed to be a quality made instrument that was made from a place in Ireland. However, when I received it, I found it was not only poorly set up, there were pieces on it that were broken. I examined the instrument. Sure enough, on the inside it was stamped, made in that factory in Ireland. But it seems someone forgot to take a sticker off of it. The quality of this instrument was very much like the, the cheapest kind of instruments you buy at a factory that's quickly made in China. And as I turned the instrument over, sure enough... Someone left a sticker on there that said, Made in China. I was able to fix it up and get it to work, but it still doesn't quite hold its tune. And it's not in harmony like it should be. That's really us. God has designed us to be in harmony with his will and to hold a tune to that will. But we have a a sticker, a label on us that says, made from adam we like our forefather adam all of us are out of harmony with our god no longer carry that tune as we should and hold a tune but rather echo the voice of adam with a heart of unbelief and doubt and fear and along with that image that we've received from adam we bring ourselves and this creation into ruin we make a lot of choices in life There are many decisions before us. But rather than making those decisions in harmony with the will of our God and living in holiness and righteousness, we make them in light of our own understanding, our fallen, corrupted understanding, and the mindset and heart of sin. And we bring ourselves and this world around us and others that we hurt into ruin. God said, fill the earth and subdue it. That is done, but not done by those who bear his image perfectly. It's done by a fallen race. This world is in ruin, and what do we deserve from our God but to be treated as those who have turned aside from his blessing? We deserve his curse in death. How do we restore the image of God? Well, it's not the way that the world might think. So many people reason that they need to first dictate right living and right works before they can be in a right relationship with God. Many say that they can restore the image of God through striving for that perfection themselves. But in the Christian faith, it is the exact opposite of what every other false religion in this world teaches. We cannot attain a right relationship with God by right living. It's backwards. First comes a right relationship with God. Then, with that mindset, also follows right living. See, Adam and Eve, it says, were created perfect. They were created with a mindset that loved and knew the love of God. They were created to be and could be perfect because they had a perfect relationship with their God. It was only after Adam and Eve turned to doubt and fear that they could no longer live for God and bear his image. This is a foundational truth of the Christian faith. God makes us right with him. God created us in his image so that we could live in that image. And it's only God who can restore us to that image, so that when we are restored, we can also live in that image. Adam and Eve had blessing from God. Adam and Eve heard how God loved them. It said in this part in Genesis, he blessed them. They were made in his image. When that image was lost, we needed God to step in and restore that image. That image comes from knowing the goodness of God and trusting in his goodness. And that goodness is this, that God himself came to restore what was ruined ruined by fear, ruined by unbelief and doubt. As faith vanished, so did the image of God. But God gave us someone who we could put our faith in. His own son came into this world. And Jesus was not someone who bore and was created in the image of God. He is the very image of God. He lived in perfect righteousness and holiness. He came in the likeness of sinful flesh but was without sin. And he lived the perfect life that we could not, perfectly reflecting and being who he was, the very son of God, sinless. And he did that for us. And the sinless, perfect son of God took the curse of sin and the ruin that we deserved away from us and paid that price for us. And now our relationship is restored as our sins are forgiven. And through faith, that is, trusting in that good news of a God who loves us so much, we are renewed in that image of God. And by the washing of rebirth and renewal that comes by the Holy Spirit, we are made new. Through faith in God, we now have a right relationship with him because of Jesus. Where there was once doubt and fear, and with that, living against God's will, now there is faith, trust, love. And with that follows living in God's will. And it doesn't end there. It goes on. We see the Apostle John describing for us how that image of God is ours. He says in John chapter, 1 John chapter 3, Dear friends, we are children of God now. But what we will be has not yet been revealed we know that when he is revealed that is jesus we will be like him that is we will not only bear the image of god as those who have been cleansed of sin and a rightly relationship with him we'll know the mindset of god and we will have the glory of a body restored in his image fully the apostle paul also says in 1 corinthians chapter 15 that we are being renewed in the image of the second Adam, that is Jesus. And we will be soon restored to be like that second Adam, Jesus, according to his resurrected body. With our minds made new through faith and a right relationship with God and bodies restored completely made new, we will once again fully live in the image of God. And daily, until then, because of the goodness of God who's restored us through faith, we now get rid of everything of the old self and daily put on that new self, created to be like God. We see God's design. As it comes full circle, he created us to be in his image and through faith in him, we are restored in that image, in his likeness. This is a foundational truth of the Christian faith. God has created us in His image. God is restoring us through faith in that image. And we will forever be living in that image of God. Amen.